been a minute since we've had vape gate, you know, the whole vitamin E acetate issue with the vape pens and then the pandemic and then people not wanting to smoke and then edibles. So you know, we've done some different segment analysis. We're going to take a really closer look, not just at vape pens, but vape pens in California, kind of see what uh, what pops up. So um, essentially, we're going to be taking a look and see um, the vape pen category in California, seeing a higher amount of brand loyalty. So Maybe there's some initial data points to kind of help illuminate why vape pen loyalty stands out so much. And then to start the average vape pen brand in California is going to see 45% of the customers repurchase their brands after six months. So maybe because the other ones were clogging all the time, uh, maybe it's because of the vitamin E acetate and that's just driving more people in there. We're going to talk about all of that coming up. It's only entertainment. Welcome back to The Talking Hedge. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast. A lot of things come uh, to mind with loyalty. It's about drawing emotion from traditional advertising uh, rather than just the highest THC at the lowest price point. It's about brand um, connectivity, you know, emotional connection, how relevant or how you relate to it. Um, and that's really why people like it. Yes, you want value, you want convenience and all those other purchasing decisions. But uh, in terms of brand loyalty, that's how I look at it. Um, also important to note that brand loyalty is neither good or bad, just a strategy. And take a look at brand loyalty in three ways. First, look at repeat purchase rates, uh, which is the percentage of consumers that are going to continue to repurchase from the brand. And then next, we're going to look at switching behaviors in order to identify other brands that consumers are shopping for and switching. We've seen that with Tilray, where um, about at least a third, maybe even half or two thirds of their consumers are switching. So they weren't able to create loyalty because nobody really cares about Tilray because Tilray's management doesn't know anything about cannabis. So how can they convey anything meaningful to their consumers, right? That was a whole thing I made a podcast about. You have to know the industry if you're going to come in from corporate America. Brandon Kennedy, the executive CEO of Tilray, bragged about not knowing about the industry. And we saw where that led after the merger and he cashed out and was super happy about it. And then his brand is irrelevant and not happening. Opposite is happening here in California because California knows cannabis. That's the fundamental difference here. That's why brands are going to proliferate. Look at cookies. I don't even need to say anything more. No one knows burner, really. It's the brand. It's the genetics. It's the consistency. It creates brand loyalty. Uh, so there's all of those things uh, that, you know, it's definitely going to add to the bottom line uh, in the end. And finally, we're going to look at wallet share, how much consumers are actually spending on the brand. So starting first with the repeat purchases uh, for the average vape pen in California. So we can see right here that the average vape pen brand in Cali is seeing about 45% of consumers coming back within six months. About a third of those consumers are going to repeat the purchase along with other brands. And then around 12 and a half are going to come back and only purchase from particular brands. So it's a pretty big deal. You can think about this from a comparison of beer and other consumer goods where you can imagine drinking the same brand of beer over and over again. Or like some people do, you might go out and, and have a variety of tastes and try new things. So looking, uh, taking that into consideration, the vape pen brands in Cali have fairly high brand loyalty. 
when comparing two specific brands with the average California uh, brand, you can see that Stizzy's and Plug Play have exceedingly high brand loyalty. So the unique thing about those two brands is that they both have proprietary batteries, driving more of their consumers to repurchase the brand specifically. That said, a little over 50% of Stizzy's customers and 58.5% of Plug and Play are still purchasing other brands, meaning that they are buying other batteries in order to consume other cannabis cartridges. So proprietary hardware is a unique feature to vape pen since we don't really need anything special uh, for edibles or flowers. Uh, Flower has a lot more brand only repeat purchases rates because of that. Uh, unless you're talking about vaporizers, that's a little bit different. But it took an act of Congress literally to make that a, a thing with the phone. Maybe you don't remember, uh, maybe you weren't around, but cell phones had different plugs for every phone. So uh, Samsung or whoever else, you might have different phones and there'd be a different charge. So that was an issue. And then the old folks, you know, in Congress were like, oh, this is annoying. And it really was because every phone, every company, every time would resell that. So it's kind of annoying. People don't like it. But apparently there's something about Stizzy that makes people want to go back to that, even though proprietary cartridges and batteries and stuff are really annoying. And generally people don't like it. Looking at three more California vape pen brands with lower brand loyalty. Remember that uh, low brand isn't a bad thing. It's just a different strategy. So Legion of Boom uh, fills PAX pods. So brands that fill PAX pods often see customers switch with other brands that also have PAX pods. It's because consumers tend to be loyal to their PAX batteries, but not necessarily the brand filling those pods. So Filling packs pods might result in a lower brand loyalty, but it also could be a great strategy that can open up the brand to a larger pool of people that want to mix and match and play around. Branding is also an interesting strategy too, because because these companies might be putting a lot of money into different segments. So Stizzy is putting a lot of money into social media. I know that because I see it on YouTube. They're paying social media influencers and creating uh, brands. And other people might not have the money to do that. It's really hard uh, in this industry to find capital in order to pay for branding. I've also seen uh, in Portland, Oregon, companies paying $400,000 a month just to get brand recognition. So um, Expensify is the name of an app, for example, and they want people to under know that name. And so they're really putting out $400,000 in one city every single month to get brand recognition. And that's kind of this whole branding thing. And maybe that's what's creating loyalty. I don't know if this report is going to get into marketing, probably not, but that definitely plays a huge role in it. So get switching behaviors. We've all taken all the customers of Legion of Boom to see what other brands they're shopping for. And from the graph, nearly a quarter of their customers return to purchase a Stizzy product. So great analysis to do because then it can help you to understand the brand a little bit better, but then also help you to understand your customer and how they're thinking about the brand. When you look at switching behaviors, you can actually look at the brand and products that serve a good substitute for your brand. For example, you might be a gummy brand that find customers that are often switching the product out for gummies made for sleep. That might be an indicator to add a product that'll help with sleep, like CBN, for example, uh, it's also a great place for a brand manager to start thinking about how to consider expanding that product portfolio. Taking a look at how much customers are spending on vape pens, uh, the wallet size as it applies to brand loyalty, usually uh, you might stick around looking at wallet share with one specific category, but sometimes it's useful to look at across the whole category. So for example, when we look at the vape pens, it might be useful to look at all inhalable categories 
since consumers might be switching from vape pens to flower or pre-rolls. Majority of sales are coming from repeat purchases. So looking at the graph for California vape pen sales within a six-month period, consumers make up four trips or more. Uh, There's only 15% of consumers, but 57% of the total revenue. So they don't shop a lot, but when they do, they spend more. Nearly 40% 40 of the people spend top vape pen brands. Yet another indicator of the high amount of brand loyalty. Um, There might also be a correlation that those higher, more expensive ones don't clog. Um, Value for a cheap vape pen isn't worth it uh, if it's going to not work. So maybe that's an issue. I obviously don't know, but um, knowing the information is critical, you know, for vape pen companies when they're thinking about their branding, since it's important to provide customers with a great experience for first time that they try your product, otherwise they're not going to come back. It's clogged, forget about it. So building the brand right, building the brand loyalty strategy is going to look different at every brand uh, in every state for every category. So getting a strategy in place is essential to ensure that the product is up to your target customers, shopping bags. And once again, having a higher low brand loyalty is neither good or bad is as long as it's part of your overall strategy. With that, we're going to roll this one up. I'm Josh Kincaid. This is the talking hedge. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe or don't. And I'm out. Don't forget to smash that like button on your way out and check out these other videos that we've got. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms Podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.